1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, we're catching up with Crystal Nielsen. As a quick refresher, everybody, Crystal was on Ari's season of The Bachelor and then Bachelor in Paradise 5. We're also talking life after the show with her, rebuilding after a breakup, finding love with her partner, Miles, and, of course, life with their beautiful one-year-old baby, Andara. But before that, you know how we do. We got to get to our hot takes. Mike, I'm going to kick it to you to start us off. Definitely. So before you start, I love the name Andara. That that is a pretty
1: name. Andara. So definitely shout out to Crystal and Miles for that one. But with the hot takes, Brian, got a hot take for you. You are the married one, right? Can a relationship survive after a rejected proposal?
2: A rejected proposal? A rejected. That person said no. OK, no, again, no. You, you know me, brother. I need a little context. Is this? Oh, they just is this said after no. three months? <laughs> if this is this after three months of dating this is after
1: a long time of dating, they've been dating for a few okay, years. So they've
2: been serious. Yeah, they're the serious.
1: Man, let's say let's say. Three years, seven months they've
2: been dating. And is this the man proposing to the woman or vice versa, or it could be either one? I mean, does that part
1: matter? It could be either or, right?
2: It could be either or. Okay. Yes. Um, I would say that's a problem. I mean, if you've been dating (laughs) for a significant amount of time, and you're basically asking this person to continue that and spend basically the rest of your life with them, and they say no, like, what's the reason? Like, what are you waiting for? That to me would be a red flag and I don't know, I just think that would be the end of the relationship right there. Like I, I don't I don't see like what what's gonna change. Like we've been dating for five years. Yeah. What's gonna change in the next year that's gonna make you say, Oh, you know what? I'm ready now after a year. Like, I don't get it.
1: I mean, isn't love supposed to be forever? Marriage is supposed to be forever, right?
2: Yeah. So you're saying, Whoa, slow your rolls forever, I gotta be ready for the decision?
1: No, I'm saying if I'm proposing and my partner said no. The, the honest, the honest response is my ego is going to take a huge hit. I think anybody's ego is going to take a huge hit. Right. So I'm going to have to <laughs> get over that one completely. That's going to it definitely will be devastating for me and whomever that, you know, is the person that the recipients of the no. I do disagree with you, though. I think that it's going to take maybe they say, hey,
2: yeah, what's the reasoning? Like, give yeah, me yeah, give me that's, a solid reason. Well,
1: that's that's why I'm going to say no, because we don't have the reasoning. If correct, I propose to my lady and she's like, yo, uh, no, I want to like heart wrenching. No. But then during that time period, one of the follow up questions is going to be like, do you want to be in a relationship with me? And if she says yes, well, then what do we need to work on to get to that next level? And I just so my answer is no caveat. Because I I want to dig deeper, and well, find out fine. more. Well, that's
2: fine. I I get that. I I wouldn't just be like, no, okay, we're done. Bye. Well, some you know people would saying? be like, like no though. I, well, yes, that ego part that you mentioned is is definitely true. I I think whether it's a man or a woman, uh, you know, saying the no, I think the other person would be very very hurt. But, <laughs> you know, obviously, you came such a long way. Like, I don't think just making a a, a brash decision right there and then that, you know, it's absolutely over, like, get out of my face. I don't think that's going to happen. But, like, yes, the inquisitive aspect of the person has to come out and ask why. Like, I I would have a very serious conversation. But if the answers didn't make sense to me, there's
1: only a few answers that.
2: Like, if it didn't make sense to me, like, you're waiting for that or like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, it has to make logical sense to me why you would say no after dating for so long like we are in love right like this is me basically professing my eternal love for you i want to spend the rest of my life with you why would you say no i just like you said i don't i don't i don't know too many reasons i mean maybe i'm just not thinking about it right now like the 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 exact reasons but i don't know i'd ha- i it'd be tough to come back from that I'll just say that it
1: it definitely will be tough. Not going to deny that whatsoever. But I still think that (laughs) my ego will be tarnished. But I think I'm strong enough to still ask that question. And depending on what they say, I think what I'm saying is, and I'll be succinct with this, you ask that person that question, they say no. The next follow up, if you're strong enough to be able to have that conversation emotionally, hey, what is it that is going to either break the relationship off completely or make you guys that much stronger. I personally am believer that when tough things happen within a relationship, there's only two choices. Either leave yeah. it and not be strong enough or, hey, we gonna work through this shit.
2: And so oh, this no, is one listen, of those situations. I'm sure there's relationships where, yeah. Like in that example, I'm sure that somebody said no and they are now married for 10 years with kids like it was just a blip on the radar right but exactly. to some people that's everything and it's like that's it there is no relationship after you say no to such a monumental question I guess my thing is for you wouldn't you kind of dig around first and before you ask your woman yes. to marry you yes. you know what I'm saying like, you kind go. of get a sense that okay she's gonna say yes
1: yes like, well, maybe that's if just you or not because I'm if, definitely gonna be like Dropping hints. I need to know that this is a bona fide. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hey, how do you feel about marriage? Like, you know, do you see us together? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. yeah. You you could tell she's going to say yes. But then Um, also
1: with that being said, sometimes people just tell you what you want to (laughs) hear.
2: Just kidding, Mike. (laughs) I've been trying to
1: tell you I got your (laughs) ring size and everything. Now you're going to tell me no.
2: Now, second thought. All right. So that's that on that one. Um, All right. So here's one for you, Mike. Okay. what we got? Are you a red flag? What you mean? This was actually a tweet. Some a, a woman posted this, that you are a red flag if you are a single man over 30, especially with no kids. Damn Are I you a red flag? Out? Is that You fit that description <laughs> <laughs> to a
1: team. I feel hella called out. Hella called. Are hey, you so, a
2: red flag, Mike? Sorry, no.
1: Talking about uh, over 30, right? I had my afro at the other day, and I was with my mom. <laughs> she teared up a bit because I got gray <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a couple of gray hairs in the front. She's like, my baby got the gray hairs. <laughs> that was really cool. But uh,
2: you becoming, you coming, uh, the other, the other veteran as well. You a veteran, yeah, but now you're becoming a real veteran.
1: The other veteran, right? I'm coming to, uh, what do you call it? A silver fox. Yes, but, uh, absolutely. Is a Distingu-
2: is, distinguished gentleman you are. There we go.
1: Am I a red flag because I'm a male that is over 30 or did it, say, did it say gender or no?
2: Uh, well, in reference to this question specifically, it was so, a woman tweeting this. So she was she saying said, that a single man over 30. Okay, especially so she did no say kids. gender. Okay. Yeah. First
1: off, like, why does it got to be gender based? But second off, hell no, I'm not a red flag. If anything, I'm a green flag. I have made it through my 20s, financially secure, no STIs, no kids. What you mean? Credit score over 800? You tripping. <laughs> I'm gonna talk my talk, I got it going on. So therefore, no, that's not a red flag. Anybody that's made it over 30 is not a red flag that doesn't have children. What it does mean to me though, is I'm, a, I'm gonna assume, and then I'm gonna ask, like, hey, is this something that you want? You know what I mean? And then that's in my fair. case, as that's you fair. know, and everyone bachelor, uh Bachelor Nation knows, I would have had a child, I just had a miscarriage. True. So true. I mean, there's there's so many things. That person that said you're a red flag, I'm like, all right, thank you for letting me know you're a red flag, bye.
2: Listen, Mike, you are not a red flag. Not only are you not a red flag, but you're a diamond in the rough, okay? I appreciate Thir- it. You know, you're in your 30s, no children, you're a highly successful, eligible bachelor. Like, how is that a red flag for a woman? You know what I'm saying? Like you are actually at the in your prime. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you so are, men?
1: We are, you know, we have until 37. I still got a couple more years of prime. You
2: and you still have a couple more years. What I'm saying is you are mature you have experience you know what i'm saying like i guess i'm trying to see where she was coming from when she said that you were a red flag it's like well, I, I guess maybe are you just a from. playboy and you're just you know sleeping around and you're like you're already 30 or in your 30s and you still haven't settled down like maybe you haven't found the right one you know what i'm saying and, like and maybe that's you fair but that's hard to say serious that. relationships right like i guess without knowing the history like i yeah. don't know if you would be able to just say that blanket statement now it's everybody.
1: That's definitely fair for her to say, like if she said, hey, you're a good looking guy, you can get women, blah, 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 blah. Are you just a hoe? And are you just like sleeping around? That's fair for her to say, right? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for her to say you're a complete red flag off top, off rip, nah, I think that someone like in my position, I just, I'm, I'm picky. It's like, why, can, why yeah. is being picky and selective so bad? When we pick out a house, we always want to get a custom, if you're able to afford a custom house, you want a custom house more than likely which uh, ie guess what that means you're really selective. Why are we more selective about facts. our homes than we are about our partner?
2: Facts. Like let's let's turn the question around. Do you feel that a woman over 30 with no kids is a red flag? No. No, I really absolutely don't. not. Absolutely not. I mean women are more and more getting married later in life, they're focusing on their careers, you know, they're working mm-hmm. on themselves like I don't see anything wrong with that shit. I was 30 damn 7 on the show. <laughs> So, if they're calling you a red flag, that that means I was even brighter red. But, um, brighter, <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't know where I was going there. But, yeah, I mean, 37, Rachel was in her 30s. Yeah, and I it think it just like we always say, like we would not have meshed or probably have gone for each other if we were in our 20s. Like, it didn't exactly. make sense. We weren't ready for each other at that time. Exactly. Fast forward a couple more years into our 30s. Now all of a sudden we're at the right place in our life, career-wise, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, and we came together and it's beautiful. So there's I disagree some with reasons,
1: that. I, there's so many reasons I disagree with this as well. I mean, i take my military background, right? I was literally traveling the world for my country. Like I'm not gonna get in a relationship, uh, yeah. get married, knock somebody up within 18 months of being at that base, right? Uh, yeah. Or uh, if I wanted to go to school and become a doctor like yourself, I'm focusing on my doctoral, baby. Like. This is my focus, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many things that makes a person not have a um, a child in or marriage before the age of 30. I mean, let's be honest. I, I was gonna marry the woman I was with. Mm. She was gonna get the ring, you know what I'm saying, the whole nine. I was gonna get down the knee, you know, the whole thing. Uh, it didn't work out that way. You know, they say, tell God your uh, plans, you make them laugh. Yeah, facts. You make them laugh.
2: And look, everything happens for a reason. She just wasn't the one for you and you're on to bigger and better things in the future. She's not around just yet, but you're gonna find her and oh, sure. you don't have to be stressed about being a red flag in your 30s. I, I ain't no red that's, flag, shit. That's <laughs> That's BS in my opinion.
1: Definitely um, so. But I wanna bring our guest in, Crystal, because I wanna hear her take when it comes to the marriage one. You know, uh, she's been married before. She's uh, a relationship type woman. I wanna hear her take, so let's bring in Crystal. Let's talk it out.
2: Crystal, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on.
0: Yeah, hi guys. It's so nice to meet you. I think this is our first time meeting ever.
2: Yes, yes, we've never met in person for sure. So pleasure to have you on and let's just jump right into it. Mike and I like to do a little segment called Hot Takes prior to bringing on our guest. And we wanna get your opinion on the subject because it's important, right? So here's, here's what we got for you. Let's say, hypothetically, a woman and a man have been dating for, let's say, five years. And mm-hmm. either one can propose. But can a relationship survive a rejected proposal? So one of the Ooh. people that gets no. asked to get married says no. Can it survive yeah. after that?
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with probably not, Brian. That's going <laughs> to be tough. Because I think that if you're five years into a relationship, that's really... Committed, right? And I think the the natural next step would be, if you're on the same page. I mean, after five years, I think you'd have that conversation of, are we moving forward, exactly. or do we want to have that commitment? Like, there should be open dialogue happening. And if someone's not on a page, like you should know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what we said. You, you definitely right? should. You should know. You should throw hints. Like, hey,
0: yeah, I'm
1: either looking for this or hey, yeah, hey, what what size ring are you? You know, you should throw hints out. Totally. I feel that it can work. Or like, what work, kind of though. ring
0: do you want? What kind of <laughs> ring do you want?
1: I feel like it can work. It's just all about, you need to have some very tough conversations and throw your ego to the side.
0: Well, I, you know, that why <laughs> do you think it can work? That's what.
1: Why do I think it can?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because I believe in magic, of course. No, <laughs> seriously, I feel that like it can work because one, I'm kno- I know for a fact it's worked in the past for some people. Mm-hmm. And then two, when really tough things occur in a relationship, as they always do, whether it's six months in or 26 years in, that's when you can really test the relationship. And that's where you have those really, really, truly effective communication uh, mm-hmm. where you got to throw your ego to the side at times. And you got to say, what's, what's going on? What's the deal? You know, and be raw. And I think that when people can have those raw conversations, it's only two ways to go. We're going to work mm-hmm. through this together
2: or not. Mm. I guess my main question, Crystal, like if I don't know if you agree or not, but my first question would be like, why not? Like, why don't you want to get married after five years? We've been together. I love you. You love me, supposedly. And See, I want to say why. not? What's the deal? Not why not like that. You know what I'm saying? You, you why not? More... Am I good enough. My breath. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, not like that. You put it more eloquently, but you talk about it.
0: Absolutely, I think that, um, you know, Mike makes a really, both of you make really good points. I really like what Mike said, just that there's other extenuating circumstances that could be going on. Like maybe there's a particular rough patch that they're in and they're like, um, I'm going to say no, because right now the timing is not right. Like I don't feel good in this moment. Have I thought about it? Sure. Am I considering it in the future? Sure. But right now there's just some instability that I need to work through. So you know i i can see it both sides and every relationship i think as we all know because we're all into relationships everyone's <laughs> different and i think there's no rule that works for everyone like we all I just gotta that. like we're all so unique in our experiences and what we bring to each relationship and bring to the table so i think it's just really honoring like each person individually and as mike said it's like are we gonna work through this together or are, are we gonna like love each other and part our ways and well, that's, is, I, that's starting the podcast
2: I, I, off I, right that's what i'm talking I about think, i think that's a great point i mean what if one of the partners cheated earlier in the relationship yeah. and maybe now they're not ready they still got some things to work out hey, so real. yes mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't you know i didn't consider certain extenuating circumstances like that but yes i i think it can happen i think you can get through it initially that initial blow to the ego would be tough for some people. Yes. And some people may say, you know what, that's it. You know, I've been totally good to you. There, there's no issues that have been going on in a relationship. And you just said, no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just me.
1: So Coach yeah. Crystal, really quick. This wasn't a part of our hot takes, but it just came to my mind. And I got to ask you are a coach. I know you're a coach within the fitness and the health and in, in, in that space. But today you're going to be the coach when it comes to love, right? So
0: okay.
1: guy <laughs> proposes to you. His ring is a bit, uh, let's just say subpar. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that he's subpar because uh, he doesn't have the funds. He has the funds. Like you know oh. what he's doing. You know he's making like two hundred, let's say a year, two hundred k, and he give you this
2: nine hundred dollar ring, cubic sacronium <laughs> mm.
0: You know, I gotta tell you, I don't actually have an issue with the the CZs and the moissanites. Okay. I really don't because personally like i had a ring that was very nicely given to me from abc wasn't paid for it yeah. was free does that does good that point. like count like i think that's like something to consider too like my ex didn't pay for that ring that's a good point and i feel that like the value of some of a piece of jewelry on my finger shouldn't dictate how someone how how loved i am by someone correct And personally, I think that like there's so much pressure and like, yes, would I turn down like a $50,000 ring? No, I wouldn't. (laughs) But like if we were in a place where that financially like was okay to kind of make that expense, I mean, sure, like why not? Like when we're there, but if we're in a different season of our life where like that's just really silly to spend that kind of money where we can really take that resource and build it into our future, into our home, into our businesses, into our, our family, like... That go, girl. That's, a, that's a smart woman right here yeah, Mike
2: it's a smart woman just <laughs> with her head thinking about the future <laughs> investing I love it I yeah love
0: absolutely that. and I think that there actually is so much hype around marketing where I feel like as a guy I'm so curious know your guys' perspective but like I feel like as a guy there's so much pressure to like spend so much money and like almost have this like speaking of ego like this like pride on the price tag hmm. of, of what you spent like do you feel that pressure
1: Brian you're mad um, you are married, but your ring was also given by uh, Yeah,
2: I, I also got a free ring. <laughs> I'm like, can anyone? No, just saying, but yeah, I'm There's I, I, a I, price I, to be
0: paid for everything. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I actually, I, I mean, I think there is, like, I think guys out there do have pressure when it comes to anything, when it comes to dating women, right? It, yeah. it, whether, you know, the fancy restaurants, the rings, like, mm-hmm. you wanna give the person that you're dating or that you're infatuated with or in love with, the best of the best. I think that's yeah. just a natural natural thing, but obviously at the end of the day, you gotta do whatever is within your means.
1: Okay, yeah. so what mm-hmm. I say to that, and a great question, by the way, Crystal, I love that question. For me, it's always about how you start the relationship. So if I'm starting the relationship off, I don't care what either person is worth. I'm starting the relationship off giving you helicopter rides to $1,200 dinners. I'm mm-hmm. assuming my girl's gonna expect. Expect somebody, that moving forward. Uh, expect Definitely. something like that size and magnitude, right? And so to mm-hmm. me, that's within me. I did that. I created that, right? And mm-hmm. the same for my girl as well. Like you can't be buying me a Lamborghini for my birthday <laughs> or just on April yeah. 2nd because it's April 2nd. And then now my my head is my eye. Like, right, this is what you do on a regular day. Cool.
0: <laughs> Oh my god can i ask you guys though because i i will say i didn't always have this perspective now that i'm like a mom my perspective has completely changed like i definitely loved you know kind of that materialism and the relationships like sure like when i was young hot and single um but it's definitely different now in this season where i'm in but i feel like coming off of the bachelor where we had the helicopter rides and we had the whimsical experiences and the travel i feel like that like really kind of shaped a lot of um for like a good couple of years how i felt dates and things should be like very kind of over the top and very theatrical and um yeah it's not I, real I life definitely it's not real <laughs> it's life. not
2: real life at all.
1: I'm, <laughs> all I'm loving that you said that because i've i found i've talked about that with some of my boys like when it comes to dating i i personally love to do that type of dates uh with on the show without being on the show
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've, I've always wanted to hear your
0: shows <laughs> i've
1: always wanted to hear more about that uh, and i like that you said that right there how did that shift was it having your baby girl
0: yeah absolutely okay. i think you know what happened was um you know there was a divorce that happened there was covid that happened then you know i found out i was going to be a mom and so there was just so much going on in the last two years like all at one time mm-hmm. and it really was just kind of like finding myself and my values and going through covid i went through a really hard time financially where i really just like shut down really in my business. I like stepped away from all my business. And there was a point where I was down to my last month of being able to like pay my bills. And I still had my staff running and I wasn't taking a paycheck. And I was two months pregnant and there was so much stress and pressure. And I really had to like step back and reevaluate and rebuild better. And I realized like, wow, how much pressure I felt to like perform high and do things so over the top, just to like, almost like brag about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or to like show I was living it up. Like these were my mm-hmm. dreams. And like, mm-hmm. I'm in this like elevated life, but really it was like very frugalist and it wasn't for the right reasons. And so as I was rebuilding my life and rebuilding my family and, you know, coming out of this pandemic or we're all still kind of in it, but it was just finding what was important to me and uh, where I wanted to put my time my money and my energy into and really like design a life that I was for me on my my standards.
2: Was there anybody that you leaned on during that time to kind of get you through that rough patch?
0: Definitely my partner, Miles, has been just my anchor. He is calm, but brilliant and just strong. And I always know I can, he's always there for me. And I think being able to lean into love in that way and have that just foundation is, I mean, when you feel safe, you can really kind of bloom, right?
1: Yeah, I agree with that completely. I love that mm-hmm. you said design, you said design my life. And yeah. I, specifically that word stuck out to me because I always try to impute that within people that we truly are the artist of our own life. Absolutely. Um, so yes. with, with that, if it's, if it's okay, because you know, the funny thing, it's like when you come on these shows, people almost, one, feel like they know us. And then two, feel like we are some, not all people, feel like we're on some type of different platform. when well, really mm-hmm. not, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you are human. You know, you just spoke about all three of us are human, obviously. But you just spoke about some really tough things. And I want to, mm-hmm. if I can, go back to that. What were, like, your emotions going through a breakup, going through a divorce so publicly?
0: Mm. It was really scary. I... Felt Because, you know, the first time I was on The Bachelor, I had, you know, the typecasted as the villain and um, the worst villain as reality TV or reality Steve said, because I wasn't mean, like I was just made fun of. And, um, you know, that's just such a whole process. And so I felt so so much shame around that. I felt so just rejected, unloved, um, and like unseen for who I really was. And it was so frustrating to be like, this is who I am. Like that's, that's not, that's just this curated version, but not, not, not me. And so going into paradise, I was so excited to just have a second chance. And, you know, looking back, there's like so much to like unpack there from Mm -hmm. bachelor, but it was in hindsight, such a tough, season of my life, but so beautiful because it just became this huge mirror in which I could really see where I was not being authentic. I wasn't being my true self. I was really hiding who I was because I thought that people knowing all these hardships about me, that they wouldn't love me because of it. And going through that process, I realized uh, really on my two-on-one date with Kendall, where it was like, uh, and that's when I got sent home in Paris and it was like, my imperfections are what make me beautiful. Thanks. Like people can love me because of, of my hardship and for for sharing that and opening up. And so I was able to really see the beauty in becoming vulnerable and like breaking down my shell. And so paradise, I was like, I don't care if I go home on day one, I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna have fun. And like, what happens, happens. And like, that's my advice for anyone going on this season is like, just see yourself, just have fun. And like throw out the rule book and like, just do you, Bill. And that really transformed my whole life and really cracked me open to being like, we think people can't see the real us, but it's so, we're so transparent. It's so obvious that there's like cracks under the foundation or we're like really hiding mm-hmm. and we just got to like own it and who's going to love you is going to love you and who's not, is not, is going to not.
1: That is true. Who, who will love you, will be there for you. Who won't, won't. And it's funny, like the people that, Follow us normally are the ones that are like go harder for us even when we may do something wrong, and the people that never mm-hmm. liked us to begin with are gonna go harder as well I'm like yo Don't hate, hate even more even like this person yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, but when it came to being in the public eye with the divorce, how
0: yeah. was that aspect for you yeah that was really, that was really tough because I felt that going on paradise, you know, getting matched up with someone and having, um, there was so much love and attention and, um, celebration around our relationship. And I was like, wow, being in a relationship means I'm loved, but by myself, I I was a villain. And so, you know, deciding to separate and divorce, I was really afraid that outside of that relationship, I would be the villain again. I, I wouldn't mm. be loved. I wouldn't be accepted and I would be a failure. And so for a long time, like we kind of battled on if we were going to split or how long we were going to, you know, when we were going to be ready. Cause it was very scary for both of us, I, I would say. And, um, you know, it was, it was really hard. And then a, it was on Valentine's day, 2020. And then, you know, just a couple weeks later, the pandemic happened and everything shut down. So that was really tough. And I think I, I became really, really I didn't know what to say because I wanted to be respectful of my ex and at the same time kind of honor both of our grieving of what was um, and kind of inviting the public in because they were so invested in our relationship was really challenging to navigate. I really didn't know how because I needed privacy, but yet still felt this um, duty to share that with all of the fans at the show. Um, So it was really tricky. And I think I just felt like I really pulled back um, for a while because I just, I wasn't really sure what to say.
2: What what advice would you give other people out there that have gone through a divorce, whether it's in the public eye or not, based on your experience?
0: Oh my gosh, well, I just wanna say like, you wanna be really clear that that's the right decision that you want to make and um to be gentle with yourself and be gentle with the other person and you can part ways on good terms it doesn't have to be angry and if you can come from a place of love and speaking your truth while still honoring yourself and the other person there can be a really nice way where you can kind of go on different paths but still be respectful of the other person
1: Definitely. So would you say that y'all broke, broke up in part of ways on uh, good terms?
0: I would say, yeah. I mean, there's just nothing but love and respect for each other.
1: Ah, great, great, great. Um, I appreciate that. I don't, personally speaking, I'm not in a relationship. I didn't get in one on the show. I don't know if I would be able to bring that emotion to the public eye. People mm-hmm. are just going to have to see us not posting together no more. <laughs> so kudos to you for that. And I love that you say, you know, just be patient, give yourself grace. That's truly important mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Uh, what about, what did you even, what did you learn in that? Because, I mean, you were talking about Valentine's Day and literally what, three weeks later, four weeks later, than max, we go into COVID. Yeah.
0: You know,
1: were, by, were you with anyone around that time or were you by yourself in your, tell us, take us to that. My,
0: yeah, I was by that? myself. Yeah, by myself with my dogs in my little apartment in little Italy. San Diego and yeah I mean it it was it was tough to be alone yeah and um, you know it was interesting because there was just so much to process with that relationship but then also with everything going on in the world there was so much fear and like even going to the grocery store and like there was no groceries there was no toilet paper you know and it's just like what's gonna happen like they don't even want me going outside i got dogs i got you know couldn't even go to the beach couldn't even like go to the park it was all shut down it was just it was so surreal Mm -hmm. so i think um all of that combined was just it was very heavy I think it was a very heavy time for the whole world.
2: Yeah, definitely so. And once your separation was final, like, take us back. Like, What was your headspace when it came to dating? Like, like, how soon were you, I guess, emotionally available to take that next step and, and start dating again?
0: You know, I will say that, you know, Miles and I met at the end of May. And we, Chris and I split the first week of January. So... You know, it was like what five months, and I actually wasn't planning on dating at all. I was just taking some time for myself and um, to process, and really just like do me and like find find myself. And you know, when you don't, when you're not looking for love, that's when it comes and bites you in the butt. That's true.
1: That's true. And there was just
0: yeah, you know what? And I think there's sometimes there's rules. I'm like, no, I need to wait this long to find someone, but it's like, man, sometimes there's just such as magic and connection. And like, why should I like hold myself back from experiencing something incredible that my heart is like yearning for just because of like rules or what other people are going to say about me. Like Mm -hmm. this is where my heart is guiding me and I'm going to follow it. And I'm so glad I did because now I have this beautiful family, I have this beautiful baby girl Mm -hmm. and I am living my dream life. And I got here in an unconventional way, but in hindsight it was perfect because it's my story and it doesn't need to line up to anyone else's standards. It's my life. And I think that's, you know, where everyone needs to take that into consideration. It's your life. Like you design it the way you want. And you don't need to give and validate other people and explain yourself.
1: Uh, Well, I want to pause and say congratulations. Yes. uh, life is beautiful for you. So first before anything else, you know, you I feel you're radiating energy, you know. So definitely congratulations to you, uh, to Miles, to Andara, who I definitely want to know more about uh, as well. I, I I do wanna ask in that time frame, you know, you said this is your life, right? Which mm-hmm. I love that you said that. You designed your life. I'm never gonna forget that. It's all on our gems today now. <laughs> How do you go through? dealing with that breakup but more the real question is how do you say because there were people that were hating on you there are people that were loving you right to the haters and for that that young lady or young man listening to you right now how do you help them get over the haters saying hey this is going you're, you're, you're in something new right now how do, what was that like
0: you know what's so wild is that I don't see those messages. Like I don't. And I think a lot of that was like reframing. Um, I have, for an example, I have a, a lot of mommies. I was like with a mommy friend and she was like, oh my God, like so much like mom guilt. And I was like, what What did someone say? And she's like, oh, they said another girl's night have fun. And I was like, that's a compliment. How are you taking that as like something negative? No. And I'm like, I would be like, thanks. I am making time for myself. Um, yeah. So I think I definitely choose to see a more empowered state but like even with that i really didn't get a lot of negativity um i didn't i did i did the first time you know like you know long time ago when i like first you know was with bachelor (laughs) 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 which was like five years ago which is crazy to say that um but yeah i'd say that don't listen people are gonna have voices people don't know your life Mm -hmm. you know and if people are taking the time when people here's what I learned. It's called people are mirrors in which we see ourselves. And my coach, Carrie Smith says, what is true in you is true in me. And what that means is I recognize the things that I like in other people are qualities that I like of myself, or I want more of. That's why we're drawn to people. People we don't like have qualities that we are rejecting in ourselves are our like shadow sides. Right. So we find that people w- with those polarities and those dynamics, like the, 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 the love or like the, the push, it's just a reflection in which we're seeing ourselves through other people. So I would just say if when I would go back and message people who would write mean comments and my advice to people is I go back and I just say, like um, I actually respond to them and I thank them for the feedback and I can only imagine really how, and I don't say this, but I can only imagine how they talk to themselves. Hmm. If they're talking to other people that way. I can only imagine Strangers the thoughts they're, they're thinking in their own mind. Yeah. And I feel, I feel bad. So you it's it's hard to EMPT. go through life that way. Yeah. Like hmm. it's just, they're unaware of why they're projecting that out. And sometimes you just gotta, gotta love people and not take it personally.
2: Yeah. Love that. Love that. So I want to get into uh, your love story, your, your oh. Um, oh. How, how did oh. you how did you meet Miles and what was it about Miles that allowed you to open up your heart again after you know what you went through with the divorce?
0: Well, we got set up by my high performance coach. And this was, yeah, in pandemic, I got really, really sick. I was almost hospitalized and I'd kind of gone through that a few times. And so I was just like during COVID and um, just extreme chronic fatigue Mm -hmm. where I would pass out Um, a couple of times. I even had seizures. I had to go to the emergency room and just like extreme, extreme fatigue. And all that really kind of started when I came out off of Bachelor is when so I've been like kind of working through recently, like releasing a lot of stored kind of trauma and stress in my body, um, which has been wild. And um, anytime I get like, go through a really stressful event, it kind of re triggers this. And there's an issue with, you know, the parasympathetic uh, nervous system kind of switching on and off. Um, but anyways, she was like, started coming over and bringing me soup and talking with me and was like, when you're ready to date, I have, I'm going to be, I need to weigh in on this person <laughs> as your high performance coach. I need to check this person off. And I was like, I'm not dating. I just want to like write my book. I want to journal. I'm, I'm not in the dating space. And long story short, she's like, I know the perfect person for you. But I I was really like, no, it's a no. It's a, it's a hard no for me. And then after just kind of weeks of, you know, you got to meet Miles like Miles is like this. Miles is like that. I was like, okay, you're just not going to stop talking. Like, I just have to go meet him just to like shut you up because, you know, like, and so I did. And we met and it was I will tell you, like I walked upstairs into the office he was in and I looked at him like across the room and I could feel as I was approaching the top of the stairs, like the whole energy in the room had just like shifted. And it got like quiet and I could just feel like goosebumps on my back. Mm-hmm. And I knew my life was about to change. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I didn't know if it was all the pressure and the buildup of like meeting someone. Um, but I knew my life was going to change. And, you know, it was it was just that. I mean, we were talking about starting a family you know, on our third date and we're both like, why are we even saying this? Like, We're not ready for kids. And he's like, I'm 25. Like, I I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this. I've never like talked and been like that girl. Like, okay. Um, if we're going to date, like I'm serious, like looking for a serious relationship because I want to have kids like in the next like 18 months. And with (laughs) him, I was like, I was like that girl. And, but from, from a place of empowered that (laughs) I know what I want, not that, my time, my, you know, I'm running out of time, you know, like my biological clock is ticking. It wasn't that it was, I know what's on my life plan. And, and yeah. Had you seen a picture of him before? (laughs) What's that?
1: Had you seen a picture of him before meeting him?
0: No.
2: So, So, I mean, uh, just curious. I mean, that's a very strong connection that you just described right there. I mean, would you say that that was, like a connection that you had never felt before with anybody else in your past. Definitely, okay.
0: definitely. I had other connections for sure. Yeah. Um, but there's in different ways.
2: Yeah.
0: I think with Miles, how it felt was just I don't know. I just feel like stars exploding in the galaxy i don't know there's just something so like ethereal about it isn't there a saying like
2: when you find the right person you realize why it didn't work with anybody else would you would you agree with that statement
0: like after knowing miles yeah and like even more so i'm so grateful for all the past relationships i had that brought me of course to, the, to make me the woman I am for definitely miles so. because every single one of my past relationships has given me so much wisdom that I can now bring in into this relationship. And it makes me so appreciative of all the past partners I've had.
1: Uh, definitely so. learning uh, us th- They're they part of who we are and part of, uh, you know, making us who we are.
0: Absolutely. So. I think it's important to like look back and, and appreciate that because I think a lot of times you can end relationships, and there can be a lot of bitterness. But that bitterness and that resentment just can destroy you and poison you and just eat you up. And as Tony Robbins says, if you're going to thank him for the or hate him for the bad, you got to thank him for the good or something like that.
1: There you go. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like if
0: I'm going to blame him for the good, I've got to or blame him for the bad, I got to blame him for the good. That there, there go. we go. That was it. It's been He's a while. Saying, there so we like, go. That I'm was the you.
1: one right there. I got it <laughs> now. Uh, that was it. I, I know all about that energy exchange, and when you are. When you around your person, it just is, you know, it it just it feels it feels so different. So you mentioned like on y'all's third date, y'all were talking about life together with uh, bringing in family and child. So one, how long were you guys dating before you had got pregnant?
0: We were together for three and a half months when we found out we were
1: pregnant,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which was like, whoa, (laughs) exciting, but fucking terrifying at the same time. I'm like, oh, my God, this is really happening. Like, I know we talked
2: about it on our third date. I didn't expect it to happen this fast.
1: (laughs) So, like, what was was the first thing that went through your mind in that process? (laughs) That's new.
0: Uh, Well, I have a YouTube video of my reaction because I filmed it so you can see it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so you had the pregnancy um, test ready You filmed the reaction
0: Yeah so I went and did like some Reiki work To like clear some energy and cut some cords And like right after the guy left I was like Oh my god I'm pregnant I know it Like I just know it and I go to Target to buy a pregnancy test And I'm like all I see is Babies everywhere and I was like I'm fucking pregnant This is for sure <laughs> like what everywhere was... Like Katy Perry's on the magazine cover I'm pregnant <laughs> and It's like, like signs everywhere Like everywhere and uh you know it it was wild it was just it's just such a a stream of emotions where am I ready for this like am I ready for this like I'm ready to like change my whole life and what's so beautiful is like when we can surrender into those moments like that's when our life changes right if we keep like Living the same life, it's predictable. Like we're like in patterns, but like it's in the unknown. It's when we, when we step into the unknown, when we surrender and let go, like that's when like the beauty and that's how magic unfolds for us.
2: It's growth, right there.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: What uh, what was uh Miles' reaction like when he heard the news? Did you get that on camera just- too? <laughs> Is that on your yeah. YouTube? <laughs> no.
0: Speechless, but you know what? It was. He went home and um. He like came back and he wrote out like 20 questions. He's like, okay, if we're going to do this, let's talk about how we're going to raise this baby. Mm. And it was all these hypotheticals. Like, what if I need to work 50 to 60 hours a week when the baby's born? What are we going to do? It was like all these things of like troubleshooting, like, will we do this or that? So we had like a full plan and he's like, I'm in it. I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'm in it forever with you and that's always been his answer because i like i'm a woman and i get emotional and i like freak out and then like he just stands as my anchor and i like come back home to him because he's that safety for me that safe harbor and always there that strength is so powerful and i will say this like And I told Miles this, and so like we have this in our relationship, but I don't know if you guys do this in this dynamic, but I heard this advice for relationships in fights between like, you know, males and females or any couple, I guess, masculine, feminine energy. But when a woman is upset and freaking out, all she really is wanting is for her man to grab her and hold her clothes. And when she does, she will melt in his arms. (laughs) We don't need anyone to fix it. We don't need any troubleshooting. We don't need to argue. We just want to be held and feel safe in our man's arms.
2: I have to remember that. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. You don't got to say that. I'm going to remember that. I'll, I'll let you know how it works out.
0: <laughs> no,
1: Brian, I'm just thinking about like, if we said that, we would be called misogynistic mystic or
2: something. If we said what? Hear from me. Just yeah, go no, hugger. You, you
1: said it, so I'm, I'm listening. I'm just listening just to you, sir.
0: Just try say it. it. Just like oh, try no, I it.
1: Oh, no, definitely have. Like, just, 100% have. 100% yeah.
0: I agree with you there.
1: Um, I'm over here smiling, eat my popcorn at to your first. love story. <laughs> I'm
0: like, go well, ahead, let me tell you this. Like do your thing, it was girl. yeah, let me tell you this. It, it was, you know, magical. And but there's still like we still go through like hard moments, hard mm-hmm. seasons. We're both like entrepreneurs and you know, we're like young parents and figuring out this dynamic. And like there's still like hard things, but it's like it's always coming back together, right? It's how we started the sure. podcast. It's sure. always being like, Can we communicate through this? Are are we on the same page? Are we walking together? Or are we going apart? And it's like, stay committed together and like hold that picture of that family. And I know what that picture looks like.
2: What Crystal, is the date?
1: I'm sorry, Brian. No, go I, ahead. I, I have to know this. Like I'm getting so much positive energy from you. And I feel like that's a part of the answer, but I just have to know. I mean, seriously, within 12 months, half of that, within six months, you get a breakup, you go through a divorce, uh, you get a new relationship, COVID happens, you get pregnant, how does a person within six months handle all of that emotionally? Like how?
0: Yeah. Um, a strong spiritual practice, Mike. Yeah. Faith, unwavering faith in the purpose of my life and what I'm here to do, having strong people in my corner that love me and believe in me, but most importantly, believing in myself and connecting into a higher power. I Absolutely.
1: Is there like mm-hmm. a one, two, three-step process you can help? Or you can speak to to our listeners to like maybe it's you know Johnny Daily goals Like, yeah, what are some of the daily things that you do? I wanna I wanna be practical within this.
0: Yeah, you know, I I would say this like if you want to start somewhere, read the book Atomic Habits. I'm reading it Mm -hmm. right now. It's Mm -hmm. fabulous. And like a big thing that the author talks about is anytime you want to create a new habit, start with one minute. One minute of meditation, one minute of reading. You know, we master the art of just showing up. You don't need to master the whole habit that you want. Just master the first step. Just like sit down, roll out the yoga mat if you want to stretch, you know, you don't have to do a whole workout, but like roll it out, put on your walking shoes, like master the art of showing up. Mm. And when you get there, commit for one minute, just start with one minute. So go sit down, you know, breathe for one minute, go pull out your journal for one minute. I will say the biggest things for me that have transformed my life is meditation and prayer, like a combination of it. I also am certified in EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. It's tapping, you know, on your meridians to really open up and move energy in the body. Um, Also through breath and journaling. Oh my God. Journaling allows me to connect with my higher purpose, with my heart, with what I'm here to, to bring. It also helps me just channel out frustrations, get my thoughts on paper. I just like mind dump everything that's going on and can feel so much lighter and clearer and if i were to do anything i would say journal just like huh. breathe and journal for five minutes just whatever is on your mind get it out
2: so is right. that and an everyday thing you journal every day
0: every single day yeah
1: you say i should every get a brunch day. every single day
2: every, every single day, day. <laughs> so is that every like a day. morning morning at night at the end of your day you can like recap things or how does that how does that work
0: you know what i do both i meditate in the morning okay uh morning and evening meditation and journaling Okay, and I nice. work a lot with oils and crystals and a lot of other kind of healing modalities, too. I'm very kind of woo-woo-y. Crystals, crystals. I love it. Right. So
2: yeah, a you little, don't like a little that? business right there. Oh, is that already exists exist I see what you, know. you, get, you see what I did there, Mike? <laughs> you know I see I what you know. do. You
1: have me for a second. <laughs> 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 Trademark
2: that after the show. I'm telling you, I think, I I think you have you. something there. I, All I, right, I so let's fast forward 40 weeks to when you and Miles became parents and to a beautiful baby girl. Andara, how is she doing? Talk to us about her.
0: Um, Andara is my angel from heaven, who taught me the power of commitment of loving myself so that I can really love other people fully. She's taught me presence and She's really made me want to show up so much bigger in the world and really just show up with courage. Hmm. She is 14 months old, 14 and a half. There we go. Is she Almost 14 and a half. (laughs) She is walking, talking, and, you know, I just want to make her proud. I want her to see me living my dreams because I want to show her what's possible when you have courage within yourself.
1: Absolutely. Amen. I have to ask, I love Andara's name. Where did that come from?
0: Thank you. I found, I heard it like in uh, several years ago. Okay. It was a beautiful stone that I was at this conference uh, put on by Hay House. And I saw that it was with my mom. And you're we looking at this jewelry and there was this necklace that said Andara Stone. And I look at my mom and I go, oh my God, I'm going to name my daughter Andara. I know it. And when I was pregnant, that she kept coming to me in my dreams. Like there was four different dreams where she would come to me and just be walking towards me as like a four-year-old, five-year-old. And I knew, ex- and it, it, I knew exactly how she would look. I knew she would have Miles's eyes. I knew she was going to have darker hair. I knew she'd have my face. And so when she was born and she looked exactly like that, like I was not surprised because I had seen her and she was always... Telling me her name was Andara, and Mm. Mm. so you know when she was born, we waited three days to name her because we wanted to meet her, and and you know it it was, that's what it was.
1: So what's her what's her middle name? What's her full name? Or another?
0: Her name is Andara Rose Bulls.
1: Andara Rose.
0: And And Rose Rose is after Rose Quartz, which is the most powerful healing crystal that exists. And rose oil, which has the highest megahertz of healing energy, it's a very, very powerful stone and oil and flower. I got well, a
1: question—the the me. meaning uh, behind this—it's it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For one side note, I use rose water on my face and on my hair. It works wonders.
0: Oh yeah, yeah
1: oh, that's how we get that glow. That's you how it know, it gets we get that said, glow. We don't talk about. I'm just saying we don't talk. <laughs> but <laughs> Crystal, so, I, so earlier I asked you about like ring size and you said it really doesn't matter you know the financial aspect xyz right no big deal Mm -hmm. i i don't think i've ever said this publicly before i personally want to be like different and want to be extremely intentional and have a lot of meaning behind when Mm -hmm. i buy a ring for my Mm -hmm. lady
0: of course yeah
1: would you be opposed to miles getting you like a gem
0: Not at all. Not at all. I think it's beautiful and unique. And you know what? Like every ring is just an expression of your love. And it's a gift, a token of your love to someone. So so it should be special and unique to you. Miles
1: is listening. Miles, what's up, homie? (laughs) (laughs) What? If he was listening right now, because he is, and you're trying to, you know, throw it in his ear that you wanted a particular gem, what would it be and why?
0: Oh, he knows what I want.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, <So,
0: laughs> he knows what I want.
1: There we go. There we go. So, are we are we expecting uh, some bells here soon, some wedding bells soon, and if so, I got to be invited to this one.
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay, what's yeah. that? I mean, you had a paradise wedding. Like, what? What's this uh wedding gonna look like?
0: You know, it's so wild because I'm torn. I'm like, okay, I've I've done like the big televised wedding, and which was like big, but it was also big because there was a lot of. Mike, were you there? I was
1: there. It's kind of weird because I was there and we had never met. It was, you know, awkward.
0: That's right. Yeah, Yeah, it was. There there was literally like hundreds of people that I didn't know that were there. And we were allowed to bring 30 people, including Bridal Party. So it was like really small, but like it it was like big. But it it was weird. I mean, it was just production for a show, right? So I'm kind of torn between doing something kind of like big because did I really have like the big wedding? Or do I just wanna go in a lope? And honestly, I don't really know. And either way, I think I would swing it. I think it'd be a conversation with Miles to say like, what's important to us. Timing's a big thing. And um, however it's gonna be, it's gonna be perfect. And I'm not gonna, one thing I will say this, I'm not gonna be that bride that's gonna stress out about all the little things, the napkins, the utensils. I do not care. Thank you for saying that. I want music, I want a dress, I want good hair. good glam.
2: So you're going to be cake and I'm good. So hands off, you're getting a wedding planner, let them deal with it. You'll just give your input here and there. Definitely. Definitely.
0: Or or it might be something just like super. I I think it's going to be something really intimate, like really intimate, just our closest people and just really simple. Because I think what's just important is um, the unity and having Love. our most important people there. It doesn't need to be a show for anyone else. I don't Correct. need to, like, Correct. pay and spend years paying off a party. You know, see, it doesn't make sense to me. See, this Save to put a, say a down it.
2: payment on a house or something. Oh, that, yeah, I absolutely. would so
0: much rather buy a house. Yeah. That's yeah, right I don't saying. need that. Oh
1: yeah. You just that's had
0: crazy. good pictures and I'm good. You know, I, I just want a good good photographer. I'd invest in that.
1: Okay, so good. what I'm hearing is we need a good photographer. We need good a, photographer. my girl gotta have her glam, and then we need glam. we need a good DJ. Good DJ. Good dress,
0: good there food. Go.
1: There we go. I gotta have a good food. That's like a that's a must.
0: And a vegan cake, yes. A vegan, vegan, vegan cake. cake. Vegan <laughs> monk fruit cake.
1: Vegan monk fruit cake. I don't think I've ever had that. I'm trying to try now.
0: Sounds I don't know good. If I've
1: ever had that. Sounds <laughs> good. I don't know if I've had that either.
0: I, <laughs> I want that. someone to make one though. <laughs> I'm
1: certain it's going to 100 happen. You're manifesting it right there, right now. It will be there.
0: Thank you. And you know, you know what's so funny is like there has been so much stuff around that because I know like with bachelor there's so much like do you get a ring at the end? Like are you you know are you making the commitment? Are you getting married? There's like so much around that. And in this relationship I, we've done it a little backwards, right? I'm like we had the baby and you know we've done it, like all backwards like our own way. And there have been moments where I'm like, where is it? Like, where is it? Like, do you really love me? Like, that's like a, a token of like showing me. And I've, I've had to like really dive into that and and remember that like a material object doesn't define someone's love for me. Like showing up for me, being there for me, like that's love, being committed, that is love. And I think like so like, you know, with society, there's like so much pressure around that to like prove it. And there is something so beautiful around that commitment. I don't want to take that away. And something I very much look forward to, but I had to really remember that my self-worth isn't validated by a material object like a ring. And then the price of a ring. I feel like
1: you've done some work on yourself. I've never even had a conversation with you, but just the way that you speak, you know, like you Mm -hmm. said, I had to validate, you know, I had to talk to myself that my self-worth is not within a material, animate object. Mm-hmm. So I love that you say that. Like it's just I'm just feeling you, your energy and like it seems that you have done the work on yourself. And so I just
0: I just appreciate you for that. Thank you so much i appreciate you saying that i've done a lot of work and it's been hard and it's been scary and it can be really scary to go back and look at the vulnerable wounded parts of us but that's where our real growth and transformation happens is is having the courage to to go back there and re-parent yourself and like rework through that and that's where you grow and heal and you know it's important to have support when you do that
1: it's absolutely important to have support
2: sure. and I want to, I know you connect with a lot of moms out there. So I want to ask you, what is the one thing that no one told you about motherhood that you wish you had known?
0: Oh, that's easy. I (laughs) did hear it. I did hear it, but I didn't fully appreciate it. And it is that motherhood is so much fun.
1: Mm.
0: It is so much fun. Oh my God. I I thought I was going to be so stressed and so resentful you know, over the one-sidedness of, you know, being pregnant, pregnancy and nursing. And it is so much fun and awesome. I love that. Yeah. So for all you mamas out there who are pregnant and kind of anticipating that and worried about it, like, yeah, it's challenging, but like you grow and expand and become such a bigger container to like hold that love for your family, for your children. And it's incredible. It's so fun because now we get to like watch you know kind of uh, cartoons or like listen to kid music and like be, be go pick again. up leaves and, and be a kid again and yeah. it's so it's so it. rewarding for me on my like transformational healing journey too to like reparent myself and like get to do those things i didn't get to do as a kid or haven't done for a really really really, really long time it's incredibly healing for myself to do that with and through my daughter
1: i, I so love that so mm-hmm. What's, are we having more, <laughs>
0: uh, I gotta ask. I had a dream, I was pregnant last night. It's so funny you'd ask. Well, um, well your vision seemed to yeah, come to reality, come true, so. So. <laughs> I
2: don't know, you may be onto something. <laughs>
0: Let me tell you, there is magic over here in this household. Okay. Um, <laughs> definitely. I love being a mom. I can't wait to do it again. And now to have the wisdom I have this next pregnancy, I am gonna enjoy it so much more, be so much more present and you know, lean into my partner, ask for support, ask for wherever I need to be supported and 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 helped rather than feel that I gotta take on all this stuff by myself, right? And I think as women, um, from my personal experience, like not having my father a part of my life growing up, you know, my mom was the mom and the dad. And so growing up, I was always like, I need to be the masculine and the feminine. And where I realized in my relationship is that let's let our men be our men. Let's like build up our men, let them be strong, like let them be the providers and caretakers but women can like make money too it's a it's not a competition right like let's like love and build up our men rather than criticize them and and break them down of all the things they don't do let's build them up and i will not say i haven't always had that experience that has been something that all my past relationships have taught me that i brought into this one where you know i have that wisdom now to like love my man and build him up and let me step into my feminine energy and and come from that place
1: I Love can that. say from experience, being in a relationship with my girl makes me feel like she's trying to build me up and she's my, my yeah. rock. Oh, I'll
0: be loving that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a team, it's a team oh. right
1: there. It's definitely a team effort. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't that feel good? Doesn't I, that
0: feel good to be recognized? 100%, you know? 100% yes.
1: 100 million, billion, gazillion percent. Uh, Crystal, we are so happy. I'm elated to just be able to talk to you. I don't know, like, what what's, just, what's next on the horizon for you? What are you manifesting? What do you need? What do you desire? Well, baby number two. Baby (laughs) number two. We got baby number two. (laughs) Uh, What else? Sometime we got, but first, we got to get the, you know, we got to get that ring, even though you know where (laughs) you at.
0: When it happens, it happens. You know, like my self worth isn't based on it. So, you know, I'm just surrendering that up. Uh, I will say what's happening next is I have been doing so much transformational work. on, on myself. And I really want to hold and cultivate a space for other women, especially to just feel supported and, and to share some of this journey that I've been on the healing modalities that I've been, I've, I have found and used to really work through a lot and gain that, that wisdom to really show up more fully in my life with more courage um, and to design the life I love. So I am launching my very own podcast. It's called rain over your life
1: you hey, uh, go and that'll be right. launching
0: this month and with that I'm gonna have just a community to support women in transformational work and I just want to open a space to have deeper conversations where you know Instagram does, isn't really that space for me right now mm-hmm. um and have people just know a, a deeper part of my heart that I haven't really shared before and so it's taken me a couple of years to to get to this point to really own my voice and stand in my power and i'm really excited to share that very soon
1: congratulations and mike, let, the, let, I... the, let the people know the name again
0: it's called reign over your life there we go with your girl crystal nielsen <laughs>
2: i was gonna say mike we get uh we get props for our podcast voices but crystal you have a really good voice for podcasting so i think you're gonna do i think you're gonna do really well thank
0: you you know what it is this like mic very soothing miles got me
2: <laughs> there you go
0: you know what brian thank you so much for saying that because you know on bachelor the big issue was my voice
2: well hmm. did, weren't you like wasn't something yeah. did you have like a cold or something or what was the case
0: so so this is kind of like a whole i'll give you like the really short spiel but i've been d- battling with um Vocal trauma for like a year and a half before I went on The Bachelor, where I just lost my voice. I went through a lot of family stuff and just lost my voice and for like a week and a half and I kept losing it. And it just became really raspy, really scratchy, developed all these like nodes on my vocal cords. Mm -hmm. And I was also coaching at Orange Theory in like really harsh environments. So that definitely contributed to it. And I almost didn't go on The Bachelor because I was so embarrassed about my voice Mm -hmm. and I was so scared. And I was like, I can't turn on this opportunity because I'm scared. Like I just need to go. The whole thing became about my voice. And And it was like, that was so hard. Um, And while I was on the show, my vocal cords started healing because I wasn't coaching. I wasn't in that Mm -hmm. environment. And so when I came out, I was like, I can't really go back to coaching. And I became really afraid afraid to share my voice because it it was always an issue. Why does she sound different? Was she fake? What, you know, like Mm -hmm. there was so much around how I talk. So to now like, use my voice to share my story and it feels really good. So that means a lot that you shared that because Absolutely. it's taken a long time to get to this point.
1: You know, Absolutely. I didn't know that at all, but I'm, I'm, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh So lastly, before we let you go, you've dropped a million, but we got to yeah. ask you a gem, you know? Um But even before that, you know, Bachelor in Paradise is coming. I got to know this one. You were on Bachelor in Paradise yourself. you got married on Bachelor of Paradise. What advice do you have for all those contestants down there?
0: You just have fun, be yourself and and have fun and go. ask for more money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get your bread up,
0: people. Ah, you know heard it worth, here first, girl.
2: people. Know
1: your words. You heard it here first, people. Uh, so I gonna let that be the gym. That's the gym for the day. <laughs> Get your money.
2: Get your <laughs> money, man. It's, t- it's, it's rough out there in these streets. Get your money.
1: That's going to be the gym.
2: <laughs> no more said, needs to be said. Ask sent. for
1: more money. She said, that's it. I'm complete. I love Damn. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Crystal, thank you so much so for true. being here today. And, you know, congrats to, you know, your your family, your immediate family. Congrats to just designing the life that you desire, designing the life that you uh, want. Congrats to your podcast that's coming.
2: Yes. Thank just
0: you.
2: keep being you. I'm excited for thank you. A lot you of big things. Thank you so much for being on.
0: Oh, it's been an absolute honor and a privilege to be here with you guys.
1: Nah, appreciate I appreciate you. The privilege is all ours. Thank you. Bye. Brian, what were your thoughts?
2: oh man i just get like a very zen healing positive energy vibe from crystal so i could tell why she's a a successful health coach Mm -hmm. um you know i think she she's very positive puts you in a in in the right mindset and uh you know she knows her thing. she knows her stuff about you know health and fitness so yeah man I, i i enjoyed it i enjoyed the conversation it was great hearing a a new mother talk about that experience and um the relationship with the daughter and her man and and you know just how they've navigated through tough times like she said through covid through a divorce you know being pregnant so early on in the relationship it was you know very, very uh a lot of strength she coming did from all that one. in 6 months yeah yeah like, i i can't even imagine job. like think about the emotional and mental stress like going through you during those times. Like uncertainty. I don't know
1: how to do a damn, I don't know how to edit my own TikTok in six months. <laughs> like for her to do all that in six months is just flower gassing to me. Uh, I'm happy for her You know, I'm happy that she's happy. I love, she, she kept a smile on the, the entire time. Um, she did, <laughs> I can't help but think about our fans. You like there are some things that she said, I was like, ooh, I can't say that. You know, there's <laughs> a, yeah. a few different things. Um, but I just, I loved her poise. I loved her energy. It was just, it was magnetic. It was kismet. Um, and like what she mentioned was what I literally said last week when it came to the energy. You know, you can't fake that, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Can't fake that whatsoever.
2: To everybody out there, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We love you all for listening. Thank you so much for tuning into TIO and giving us all the support could ever ask for so we love you guys
1: definitely so and like i always said i absolutely adore when i get to see you guys out in the streets and y'all say oh i listen to your podcast keep that up definitely share it with your family your friends uh whether you disagree with us or you agree with us that's the beauty of it all because we love you no matter what and we want to continue to hear your opinions your stories your insights so don't forget to like comment follow message on social at talking about bn uh, on instagram and always 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 don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and list us on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts and baby don't dm me no more to you that subscribe we love y'all